how are you doing, Gwen? I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. This is. I'm glad you're here today because I leave for a week from today to go to Barcelona. <gasps> what are you doing in and Barcelona? I saw you post something on Instagram about yeah the flight and everything. I know. I feel like a little like I feel like I've been talking about it with a lot of people, and I'm like trying to not be that person who like what do you mean? on a trip. I don't Where? know. Just like it, is it for pleasure? Yes. Wow. And, yeah. It, Who is it with? It's with well, I'm meet, I'm going by myself for two thirds, and mm-hmm. then I'm meeting them, Lauren and Emily, for like four days. The roommates. Yeah, and we're all this trip came out of moving out of our shitty apartment, cold apartment, uh-huh. where anyone who's like a friend of mine is like, stop talking about. It. But <laughs> we got you a, had a bad apartment. Situation. We had a bad apartment situation, yeah. and we had to pay a double security deposit when we got to the lease signing. They were like, you're paying an extra. When you went in. When we went in, there was were like, a shady apartment all oh, around. It was, it was awful. Newly renovated, weird Newly marketing, renovated not a, not a real realtor That's thing. That's like ugly as fuck. Yeah, yeah, just all of it. So I had to pay another month's rent. So I, I was like, this is all my money. So yeah. anyways, when we moved out, we got all of that back. Uh-huh. And, and we were like, like, we're going on a fucking trip. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so in January, they were like, we want to go to Barcelona to go to this music festival. Okay. Which I was like, I don't really know if I want to do that. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I could just go and like stay with them yes. and like walk around. Right. And so that was the seed. And then I bought a one-way ticket to Madrid for like Two twenty-five, uh-huh. and then turns out we're all in the same outbound flight because Great. Madrid is like a connecting airport. Okay, Lauren flies to Madrid, then flies to Venice. Emily is flying to Madrid and then goes to Lisbon. Uh-huh. But I'm staying in Madrid for four days by myself, and There's... then I think I'm gonna like take a bus to Barcelona. Uh-huh. And then we're kind of all like in some Airbnb with like a friend of theirs from Philly who lives in, because they're both from Philly, who lives in, she lives in. Oh, they went and stayed with her last year. But she's meeting you. Yeah. She lives in, like, Turkey, I think. Anyways, um, and we're going to be all there together. And then I, this is, like, what I want the most is I'm then going to Italy to, like, stay in a little coastal village for four days. And then I go to Rome, and then I fly back. Wow. And I'm, like, staying at an old man's apartment. Uh-huh. <laughs> like an Airbnb, well, an Airbnb or with the thing. old man? No, the old man okay. the old man will not be there. He won't be there. I think he'll be around. Okay. But he won't be in the apartment. Good. It's like a little apartment that I have. Good. It's like an extra bedroom. I'm just kind of like Live I your wish dream. Live someone the fantasy. was coming with me, but I'm yeah. also like really ready to be by myself. Yes. You're single right now? Mm-hmm. By choice. By choice. And how long have you and been? And also single? by lack of prospects. Uh-huh. <laughs> While you're on the internet? I'm on the internet, and I think the internet is fun, and I'm all, every so often I'll be like, there's someone I'm texting from the internet, but then yeah. like it never, you I, don't mean in I, person. I never, I'm like, I kind of let the joke fizzle, mm-hmm. which is how it really feels. Uh-huh. The jo- yeah, it does feel like that. Yeah. So, and it's fun, you know, it's like fun to, I just feel like it's like me practicing my comedy routine, which is, is like, like nothing, but I, I <laughs> and also- And over text is different too than- Right. Like in being the, jokey in the moment. And like that's in endearing. The, the apps chat panel or whatever. Are you okay with hey when they say hey and they're cute and then you reply hey what's up? Or you're like I need a witty opener. I think I like the witty opener. So you'll let a hey s- sit. I let it all s- It's really bad. I've have been, you ever met a stranger from the internet and have been pleasant? One time. But it wasn't even a full stranger. It was someone from LA who I vaguely had contacts oh, for. So you never met a cold turkey stranger. I've... 
Never mind, Culture Gay Stranger. Okay. I know. You've only chatted. I've only chatted. On Bumble? On Tinder. Tinder. Is that the only one and you've Hinge. done? Hinge. Hinge. That's another one. But like, That's a big one. lovers be had on Hinge. I feel, I've heard a lot of success on Hinge. Heard of a lot of success. It's like Because it's tied to your Facebook, whatever. Well, that's not why I found it successful. Oh. It's like more, you input more information. Okay. And like you have, you, there's opportunities for you to recognize someone's wit or recognize the lack thereof and be like, oh, uh, I really just saved myself. Yeah. Well, ask but you questions and then you reply to some people are. <laughs> Okay. No, but uglier, just, but more ready to settle down. <laughs> I know. I guess who am I to say? People mm-hmm. are probably like, "Wow." Well, you're very attractive. Oh, I don't think I wouldn't. My profile probably offsets how I look. Do you post like <laughs> funny photos or like odd, like blurry sort of? Because your Instagram is really fun because it's like all like blurry <laughs> security cam photos and like pictures just of bullshit with a capital shit. B yeah. Well, it's well, that's what Instagram is. So it's a fun sort of nod to the reality. I think. Right. I think but dating profile-wise, you have to show your face at some Dating profile-wise, um, I do have my phone, but we're not going to look at that. Um, it's, I think I do... No, you can see who I am. Yeah. And there's like... Cute, they're like fun, colorful... They're colorful well, depending. photos. Depending. Depending, right? <laughs> Dye your hair. Um, no, they're like colorful photos. I feel bad that we're talking about my Tinder profile. I feel like, bad that we're talking about that? Yeah, and there's like... I don't know. It just feels, Why do you feel bad? It feels like boring and of this day and age too much you know like it's too campy <laughs> it's like too campy and too cliche to be talking about tinder really <laughs> on a podcast on a podcast it feels but, very campy yeah um well that's well, it's, my therapist asked me this week um i'm dating somebody new and she she brought up like oh she said she was dating someone or you no said- i said no she doesn't tell me oh, no okay. that's a therapy session and i'm the right yeah <laughs> She said, she's like, shut up, Dan. Let me tell you about this. No, no, she wouldn't. I don't know anything about her life, which is the way I like it. But she's, I'm dating someone new, and she was like, does he remind you of your dad at all in these ways, or does that remind you of something your dad whatever? And I just like had an out of body experience for a second. And I was like, okay, listen, Molly, I, I'm not gonna talk about like if he's like or not like my dad while I'm sitting on the therapist's couch. Like it's too campy. Like this whole thing is too. Oh, same, I'd be same. so ready to go there. Well, I'm ready to go there, but if I was already talking about other things and it felt like yeah, such an oh, obvious I like right. And how do you feel about that? It just Especially felt like I was in a dating. skit. It made me feel like I was right. in a skit about being in therapy, and I was like Molly, right. and it was camp was the met ball, and I was like Molly is too campy. <laughs> it was too camp. Yeah, no, I understand that. I, understand. I think the dating profile thing is fun to talk about. It is fun to talk but about. But I'm interested that you've only like played on the playground. You've never actually sat down at a date. I think I've like set. I've had a lot set up, and then I bail on them, mm. or I just like don't. Why? I, I just am always like there is not enough for me to grip onto right now with this, and like I like, just you don't, don't know enough care. about them. Yeah, and yeah. it's that, and it's like really not caring. I don't know. It mm-hmm. feels weird. It because you don't need a boyfriend. No, because no, I, a boyfriend would be fun right now. I think, but. I think a lot of it is, it's, I, it feels like really old school and cliche and kind of silly and dumb, but like, I don't know. It's just the obvious thing of not, I'm just like, they don't exist. Yeah. So I can, I can like not show up for that thing. Yeah. That just totally doesn't exist. Well, because there's a picture on your phone and there's messages on your phone. And And I'm like, I don't know how tall you are. I don't know what your body's like. And I I kind of want to know those things. And how you move and how you smell. Right. And like how you like gesticulate things, which for me, like 
I feel like since being here, I've only had experiences with people that I've met in in yeah. person. Yes. In ways that, like, regardless or not, whether it was, like, some, like, drunk, I don't know, like, frivolous evening or whatever yeah. the fuck. It's, you were still in the same place at the same time. Yeah, and I was like, I can kind of see you, and I can, like, see you in a space, and that's really helping me be able to, like, Figure out if I'm attracted to, to you. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's just a big thing. And, and I can't get over that. I don't know. Yeah. And, and in I, New York, is it having the same group of friends or like going to the same spots, it's like a good sign that your lives could maybe, you could work together. Right. You know, not forever, but it's like, you know. Right. As opposed to if you're on the apps and they're like, they're right. two miles away, except they're in Greenpoint and you're on the Upper West Side. It's like, well, I'm never having this relationship, you know? Right. <laughs> Right. Whereas if you just went out in Greenpoint, then maybe you'll meet someone in the neighborhood, and then it's kind of like, oh, well, we have more right. time, and this has potential. I think I also get really concerned about, like, if they're going to assimilate well to my, like we were talking, like, my friend group and my life. Mm-hmm. And for whatever, I mean, just, it's, you have no way of knowing. Yeah. And then, and it's fine to, like, take that risk, and I think I'm, am hard on myself for not doing that, and that feels you like. You are? Yeah, like, Why? it feels, I don't know, it feels like. There's just, there's this, like, I'm a very spontaneous person when it comes to, like, how I spend my time and energy, mm-hmm. and just always, I'm like, I want to go do this thing, and I'm going to go do it right now, yeah. um, and I love accessing that and feeling that, but this is, like, the one arena where I'm just really, like, that just does not, I don't act spontaneously, and I wish I did. Do you have the urge to, though, and you resist it, or you just don't have the urge? I think with with Tinder, it's really I don't feel the urge. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of feels like a lot of work, and that it shuts is. down spontaneity. So maybe that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, yes. it's not like I met you a while ago, and now I can text you like, "Hey, we should meet up," because I know who you are. But yeah. I guess that is kind of what it is. But you have at least like background yeah. or something. For me, my husband, because I wasn't on Tinder for, until like this year. Yeah, and so it's a new situation for me but i used to but then also like all these all of my friends are like oh my god this person came around and like tinder yes and then i get on these waves where i'm like what do you mean this person came around meaning like like like, oh i went on this date and it was really great oh oh yeah you know i took a chance yeah and i'm like okay i get it i see how it works my friend got married from tinder wow (laughs) tinder marriage yeah yeah my first friend got married um wow which is a funny story but I feel weird because it's like the thing you have in common is that you both have a phone. Yeah. You know, but I but I also think people used to meet at bars because that's where single people were. Now single people are on their phones, so that's where people meet. And like, no one used to be like really proud that they met at a bar, but now no one's really like proud they met on their phone either. But right. Either way, it's like, do you want to meet someone? But do you want to meet someone? I think so. Yeah. 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 But I've never experienced you as a like. I wish I had a boyfriend sort of person. No, I don't really... I feel it in, like, very weird, specific environment. I feel it when I'm, like, out with people, and I'm like, oh, my favorite feeling is when you're, like, out with your crew Mm -hmm. (laughs) of clothes, where you, like, go to a dance show, and then I'm like, oh, and this person's with me, and they're, like, also experiencing this. Yeah, It's very, like, experiential. It's fun to bring a new person to a dance show that hasn't been... Right. Or it's like, I want to know more about you. And you're like, come to this thing at Abrams. They're like, what is this? I know. And then you're like, like oh, it's I art. pulled you I like totally. Basement. And I know everyone in the show because there's right. 20 people in this, <laughs> in this entire world. And in the audience. So I look popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a total Well, that's what, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do for Anna's show in June, on June 7th. It's like, 
and uh, oh, yeah, I won't be there. Oh no! Cause oh, because you're gonna be. Yeah. Ah. yeah. I'm trying to find an abroad bay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, are you and open I'm, to love? Oh yes, and yeah. I'm ready to like whip out the. I think it's like it's gonna feel really exciting and performative, in a way. Where well, you can be someone else. It's right. amazing. That's right. why I loved coming out in Shanghai because I was divorced from my identity in a lot of ways, and I was right. just like the hot white guy, or cute white guy, and like. Wait, how were you by you were by yourself or you were with students? It was a Davidson. A it was a Davidson group, but it's like I would. Were you go friends off. with those people? Uh, I was pseudo friends with the gay guy on the trip who was kind of like the door in or the two few gay guys two gay guys on the trip who were like we would all go out kind of to the gay bars right so i had a little bit of support but i, I was also notorious for um like meeting somebody and ditching them Whoa. so like the friendship was pretty short-lived and not quite gotcha gotcha it was that meeting someone wait you mean like you would meet someone and ditch the davidson people yes okay. yeah i'd like meet a stranger a chinese man <laughs> boy they're all boys. It was funny to me that I was coming out and then it was just like Chinese guys everywhere. So it's like huh. my first time I sort of opened the door to letting myself be publicly attracted to men. It was just like all different types of Chinese guys. Yeah. Wow. But you're going to be in Europe. Europe. I feel like everyone's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> the men? Yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm just hearing tropes about. Like what European guys are like? Yeah, I don't know. It's such, it's not true at all, but... <laughs> well, it could be fun. <laughs> could be. Wear your sundresses, walk around. Yeah. Yeah. Saddle I up that, to the bar. <laughs> I know. I hope that I'm, like, open in conversation. Yeah. And not just, like, introverted and, like, only observing stuff, you know? Well, I think if you're observing and you're present, if, if things will... I interviewed um, Summer... You know, Summer Minerva. Yeah, yeah. And she was like... Uh, Who I ran to... into on the street a long oh, really? time ago. But it was so... Aren't they so great to talk to you every It was time? wonderful. Yeah. And I didn't really know her and... Or like, I obviously ADF, but we didn't talk a lot then. Yeah. And it just felt really like there was so much warmth. Yeah. And then she was like, you should be in this piece. And I couldn't, but yeah. I wanted to go. Anyways, yeah. just very sweet. I want to see her again. She talked about going, feeling insecure about being sort of reserved or like wanting people to come to her or like wanting to approach people but not being unsure about that. Yeah. And she went to some party. I don't know if it was a, I think it was like a sex party. It was some sort of intimate thing, mm-hmm. but it was very like you're sort of thrown in and then it's like a, it's like a bar, but maybe there was no clothes. I don't know. But her point was that she like she Bar, like she like no sat somewhere by herself, <laughs> mm-hmm. didn't do anything, and was just no like, phone, phone no in, no phone. phone phone in pocket or in, in locker toilet. or whatever in locker yes <laughs> and people came to her like hot people wow. came to her and it was like and then she became a like thing wow right. so anyway I just say that to say being passive or reserved is not synonymous with being like not uh engaged yeah yeah no i'm definitely gonna practice that mm-hmm. it's practice yeah i want to go and i want to like i don't know i'm not really gonna be dancing but i want to be dan- i would just love to go like, out i could go out but i also want to like go and like make a little <laughs> you know like come back and be like this thing that is sacred to that time yes Yes. Which I'll just make on like a hiking trail. Like yes. The, you know. <laughs> yes. That's what I did in Cape Town in college. I did a dance. I got a dance grant to go to Cape Town wow. to do dance, and I just dance on the side of Table Mountain every day. Wow. 
felt very disorienting because I was like all about productivity and what am I going to show for this grant and whatever. Right. So there was that piece of That's it. Hard. But you'll be free. That's hard when you're like, I have to, pro- I have to show material. Yeah. To like value the money that I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, yeah, obviously. Huh. But you'll be able to just be there, and if you make something, then yeah, or just do something yeah. or nothing. Yeah. No, I really want to be, like, I just wanted to be, and this was kind of always the MO of the trip, is, like, it just be really physical, mm-hmm. and, like, walking and swimming, mm-hmm. and, like, using my body in those ways that, I think, actually, since moving to this neighborhood, I've been, wa- I walk all the time. Yeah. And I'm, like, a walker. Yeah. Old woman now. Yeah. But it feels like this different way of being, where, like, I feel, my body feels better. And I don't always, I'm not always dancing, so it's just, like, I kind of need that mm-hmm. to wake up and, like, leave and go walk and then come back and be like, okay, now I can, or, like, if I have a gap in the day, just, like, spend it doing that. It helps. I'm realizing more and more that I'm just, like, I have to, I have to be physical. Yes. <laughs> I have to. Are you dancing? Um, a little bit. Slowly, we're starting the final leg of Maya's piece which I can't wait for. Wow. I can't wait. And that, I think, is, like, it's sporadic until about July, and then we'll kind of hunker down. Mm -hmm. But that's the only... Is this for the shed? Yeah. This is Maya Lee Parrots? Parrots. 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 (laughs) Maya Lee Parrots is is a choreographer who's our friend, and she's showing something at the shed, which is the new... On August 8th. August 8th. And a second date y'all but we don't know second, yet oh they're adding it's gonna oh, she's like really she better fucking get it but because she was just like we're working so hard i think they're really disorganized and like well yeah it's kind of i saw their ads mess. on the subway that was nice yeah i think all they are right now are ads on the subway well that's that's a start it's a real sort of startup 2019 performance based situation I know, I know they're like, they're like running with the, like, prog- the millennial aesthetic which is yeah. what I say about everything. I'm like, oh, that, that's the millennial aesthetic. I feel like anything in the subway, I'm like, oh, that disposable toothbrush that's like silver chrome. And I have that. Oh, you have that shit. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck off. Well, well I, mean, I call it the subway toothbrush. It's, it's like. It's definitely the subway toothbrush. I know, but yeah. I got it and it's kind of great. Great. All right. Fine. Fine. <laughs> I don't throw shade. No, you can throw it. I mean, it's sh- it's a shady I mean, it's cute though. You stick it to the, the mirror. It's good to travel with. What's it called? They, Wisp? Uh, quip. Quip. <laughs> Quip, isn't that the name of an old, like, 80s cereal? I don't know. That's, uh... Quisp. Quisp. That's called Quisp. Quisp. That's called Quisp. I'm I'm relearning that I have a small lisp. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Guys think that's cute. I don't cute. think people think it's funny. <laughs> no, no, no. There was a girl, Ariel Nett, Mount Arrow High School, if she ever listens to this. She, very, very cute. Man. And had, Yep, Maine. Maine. Redhead named Ariel, skinny, gorgeous, cute. Mermaid, bitch. And she had like a slight <laughs> lisp when she talked. My friend Alex was like, "That's the hottest thing about her, like, wow. like her voice and the way she sort of has that lisp." Yeah, wow. yeah. I've heard before that if you're super attracted to somebody, the thing that makes them a little unattractive is the thing that you like get enamored with. Really? Let me think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I heard on a different podcast. It's um. Guys, we fucked. It's a good podcast. I need to listen to that. It's cute. I also heard this advertisement the other day for a podcast that I don't remember the name of called... Well, now here I am. Men... Man Up. Mm-hmm. And it was like... I was just a little confused. Men right? talking about men stuff? Yeah, but it was in the way of like... 
come on, men, like we gotta we gotta learn how to be in this world, and we need to know how to like offer respect, like how to be progressive. Yeah, and I was like, who's behind this? And like, who's talking? And what are they saying? I need to listen to it. Honestly, on on guys we fucked, they had the gay guy from um, Mean Girls, the big friend guy, and he is he's out and gay and everything, LGBT advocate, but he's very Jesusy. Whoa very jesusy and he's like i want to start a podcast called yes jesus and it's about like jesus and i'm like Hmm. interesting but he takes the same thing of like we're all sinners like okay like everything's forgiven so like once i learned that i was forgiven even though that i was attracted to men and that like everyone has things that they but my problem was that the implication is that being gay is a wrong thing like being angry or stealing or whatever right why do you have to like come to the terms that you are or like accept the fact that you've sinned and why even categorize it yeah and why are you so tied to the words that that men right. wrote down that's right. what freaks me out right. is they're like this is the word of god and i'm like mm-hmm. is it though like i feel like when our, pen the pe- <laughs> it's not a cute way of no, yeah. <laughs> describing it um i feel like when i read stuff that people write and it gives me chills that's sort of i get a spiritual element to that of like oh someone else is expressing a truth from themselves and I feel it resonating with me and there must be some commonality like the, the spiritual thread between all of us there's a common experience of these things yeah that I get but to be like this book is the one right I'm like right isn't it though hmm. yeah were you um like religious-y at all growing up was there a church um, situation there was a little bit of a church situation <laughs> <laughs> uh it was honestly though like really minor and um laid back but i guess i was technically raised catholic uh-huh. i was baptized and did my first communion and then both my brothers were baptized good get out of jail free card yeah so but i did not do um uh i was about to say reformation <laughs> Con- <laughs> like the store confirmation uh, confirmation i did not participate in i went to kansas recently i told you oh my god i wanted Um, to hear i went to church on the last sunday the sunday i was there and they start in a different building and i was like okay and did you just pick it based on there were five well yeah i went to the catholic one so i was like i know what's like what could possibly go on like i know how catholic stuff works i don't want to do like singing that's like that's like bone dry the man bone dry the book yeah you sit down you (laughs) sit up stand up sit down stand up sit down yeah body of christ get out of there which yeah. that's that's my exit is by your Christ and you take it and you walk and you keep walking you get your coat walk out keep of walk. the yeah keep by but we start in a different oh, building they hand so out bad. all these leaves like these big long husks yep mm. and and I'm like what were is you there going? for Palm Sunday listen to this okay so they hand them all out Go. um and I'm thinking what country shit is this that they're handing out corn husks to everybody at the table because I'm in Kansas and I think. And I've never seen this before. Right. And uh, this lovely lady, Karen, comes up and talks to me, like, oh, you know, where are you from? Whatever. She's from the church. And then I said, um, so what's with the husks? <laughs> and, and Karen was... And Karen looked at me and was like... She was like, excuse um, me. <laughs> they're palms. It's Palm Sunday. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Yes. Right. Yes. Where's God? <laughs> and then I thought about talking about how I went to Sunday school and everything, and then I thought, nope, it's, it's make fine. it worse. Make Just it worse. Just get out of there. Just get out of there. Yep. And uh, where'd you stay in Kansas? Motel. Wow. 
It was really great. Wow. Downtime to the max. I turned off my phone. How long were you there? Three nights. Wow. Thursday to Sunday. Did you see a lot of stars? Mm-hmm. Saw a lot of stars, a lot of cows, a lot of fields, a lot yeah. of downtime, a lot of rental car time, good food. Or, wow. You know, like a kind of crappy American food, which I like. And right. Went on runs and... Met the farmer guys who own the farm in the middle of the United States. It's in the middle of a farm, and so I met those two farmer guys and did a podcast with one of them. Who's oh Jesus? God. That's a good podcast to listen to. And talks with a cattle farmer. Wow. Because he showed me all around the farm and oh everything. And then the God. next day, and we talked a lot. And then the next day, I was like, "You want to?" Or that day, I said, "Do you want to meet tomorrow and talk more?" He said, "Yeah." So then we. Oh. Have you talked to him since? I wrote him a letter. He hasn't respond replied yet. I feel like, yeah. yeah. Letters are funny, because it takes a lot to sit down and do one, and then... You don't always get that in return. No, you don't always get it in return. You don't always get it. I'm yeah. thinking about one of a friend of mine from work. She was like, I went on this solo trip last year and was gone for three weeks and wrote a letter every single day to someone and mailed mm. it from Tokyo. That's kind of nice. And I was like, I might bring... I have this, like, parchment set mm-hmm. that I think I'm going to bring, so... Yeah. Um, But it is, like... Yeah, I've never done. I don't know. I don't write letters a lot. Yeah. I don't even write no, like I need to. I don't know. I don't even like take notes a lot. Postcards are fun. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good tool. But so you just bring some stamps. Right. Wait. So the landmark for the center of the United States was in the middle of their farm. Mm-hmm. And cooked. Did was it like a public attraction? Yeah, but no sure. one was there. I mean, it's this tiny little park. Oh, I miss. That's cool. I don't think I've been to Kansas. I drove through when I moved to when I was in well I've, I've driven cross country twice both because of moving from mm-hmm. California to the west coast mm-hmm. or sorry to back east coast to California mm-hmm. California back to midwest mm-hmm. back to California but mm-hmm. um, I don't think I went to Kansas mm. I've been to I'm trying to think what borders Kansas I've been to Colorado Nebraska mm-hmm. Oklahoma mm-hmm. Panhandle of Texas. Mm. I feel like these are all circling. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama, fucking Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> not a, not a hot time, Alabama. Not a hot time. Not hot at all. Oh, not good. Not good. Um, it's been like so subconsciously present too. It's crazy. That's the so news crazy. has stayed with you. Yeah. It's it's pretty scary. It's really and it's hard. It's hard to see these like just like waves after waves after waves of people speaking about it and you're like yeah it fucking sucks yeah and it's scary and i don't like that both <clears throat> sides both things can't be true but the law has to be like yeah it's true that people should have like it can be true that life starts then and it can be true that people are allowed to abort a kid if they want to and it's true that we should help them afterwards, and it's true right. that it's hard now, and right. it's true that no one wants to get an abortion, but it's true that they should be able to, and it's true yeah. that the government should stay out of it, and it's true that spirituality should play a role. Like, everything right. can be true not, in it, yeah. but the law has to be that you're free to do what's best for you and doesn't hurt other people, you know? Because this law is now hurting people. Yeah. In a way that doesn't keep anyone else safe. It's not like it's keeping anyone else safe. No, I think they imagine that they're keeping the embryo safe and the life safe, but then that's so gaudy, and you know, like church and state has to. You don't fucking know, and that poor embryo, like if it's not wanted, 
it's gonna be raised in a household that's like just haunted yes and like then that means you have to prepare a lifelong yeah it's just what you have to like take care of that yeah hurt child that is entering the world like and the idea that someone someone thinks they know what's best for someone else to do yeah. is like so narcissistic it's of course, gross of course but what freaks me out the most is like the female governor signs it and then there's like all the women who are like i mean i understand why people have a problem with it but i don't have a problem with the law and i'm like you guys it's this isn't about like how you feel this is about what needs to happen for everyone to have equal rights in this country Right. And, like, we went through this already, actually, and now it's just a weird reversion. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, I don't know. It's also, yeah, the state of delusion is really scary. That they're, like, there is no concept of equal rights. I yeah. I think, for those people yeah. signing, at least. Yeah. I don't know. I just, walking down the street here to come here, I saw a girl wearing a shirt that said, raise boys and girls the same. That's a good shirt. Oh, that's really sweet. Isn't that good? That is a good one. It's so simple, but so like, yeah. Raise yeah. boys and girls the same. Yeah. Do it. Don't be so, oh, little girl. And, oh, hey, big guy. You know, right. it's so gross. Right. I still get weirded out when people are like, it's a boy, blue things. You know? Uh, yeah. It's a girl, pink things. Yeah. I know. I'm like, you're setting this up from the jump so hard. <laughs> so bad. And also just like. Like how discipline and just raising your child comes into play with all of that. Yeah. Do you and want to have kids, you think? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. For a while, I, it like oscillates all the time. Yeah. Um, I think because I also babysit so much that I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. But then I also see why like having this thing that you can nurture that also nurtures you. And, like, really, you know, like, you can feel love in this different, very specific way. Yeah. It's so wonderful. Kind of have the whole world in your hand, kind of. Yeah, and also, like, I don't know, there is something so sweet to that relationship and, like, the give and the receiving. Mm -hmm. And, like, this little thing recognizing you as, like, this object. You're not object, but, like, person it loves. Yeah. And, like, feels love and doesn't... You know, there's nothing else to it. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, I see it. But I think also, I like, was such a, just in my household, have been, am still like the boss of my brother. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, get your shit together, you (laughs) fucking 16 year old stoner ass. (laughs) But I really like, I feel like there was a long, like, from when I was. Was like I'm raising you. Uh huh. Um, and my parents were great, but you know, in ways. But I just like really took on that responsibility and feel very partial to that, and feel like I could raise a kid. Yeah, we definitely could. I also have a lot of me, part, like every so often I'm like I wish I was. I don't wish this, but like I wish I could raise a child by myself. Yeah. Then I don't know if I want that. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I feel like if you meet the right guy, that can change things. Totally. Because otherwise it's all in the abstract. It is, and it's, you just, like, I feel like right now I'm just thinking about the bad things that would happen. Yeah. And the ways in which, like, stuff can get really mucky. Mm-hmm. What does the perfect, like, the perfect life look like to you? 
Oh my god. I don't really know. I don't know where I want to answer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'd be living. I think about this all the time. But then I don't really think about it because it's not, the image is so not clear. Um, it's really hard. I think, like, I just see dance as the thing that I want to be doing mm -hmm. and, like, the kid that I want to have, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't really want to, like, bring a kid into that. Yeah. Um, and I don't, and so, like, that feels kind of like the basis of where I, I'm living and what I'm doing and who I'm with and how that's respected and how mm -hmm. that's perceived and growing with that and like raising that feels mm -hmm. like the thing mm -hmm. um so I'm just kind of like kid no yeah yeah <laughs> no you're making stuff showing stuff building something right like those are the things that I want to yeah grow and raise so I don't know what the pr I don't know I'm like, is it living off in the country somewhere? I feel like I'll end up living in upstate New York again. Yeah, and then coming to the city to do shows every January. And I guess, but then I'm like, I don't. I Who don't wants to do know. that? No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Just do a thing at APAP and do a thing at Jacob's Pillow, and then like tend to the farm. I don't know. That doesn't also feel like adulthood either, or mm. like being old. But then I also am like, I want to be the old woman who's like dancing in 70. Yeah, yeah. And just kind of like, it's still in my body and I still nourish this. Yes. And that's what's going to, I think, ultimately happen because yes. it feels so innate. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to live closer to my brothers. I want us to be like. Is that Los Angeles? They're in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I want to be Kansas. around them. Kansas, maybe. That's our midway point. <laughs> Yeah, I wish one of them was like, fuck it, I'm building a farm. <laughs> We'd go like shack up That's a farm. That's a two-hour flight away, yeah. Yeah, we're always like, so, like, when are we going to be in the spot where you can just, like, walk down my block and, like, yeah. come cook and then Aww, go home? Sweet. And, yeah. Could you see yourself living in L.A. as an adult? I don't know. It's so shallow. It's hard for me. It's really, so many people right now are always, are like, L.A., like, what if we go there next and leave New York and go to L.A. and just, like... Go, like, chill out. Audition for a Pepsi commercial and, like, go to the beach. Or just, like, make work at this, like, snail pace that's, like, in, like, smoke weed and rehearsal. <laughs> I like, guess. And then have a job. Know. Like, I have don't know. Have a job and, like, not feel so much pressure and, like, life right. manicness. But I feel it's like they're really just as manic. Yeah. They're just as manic. I don't know. I well, mean, maybe not just as manic, but it's just the, I don't know. The pace seems unbearable in that it's so slow. and Or, like... Some people are super wealthy, and then other people obviously aren't, and then you're somewhere in the middle, and then it's traffic. It's just weird. I just feel like, yeah, I've, I never really thought that positively about it. And, yeah. like, I think it would be cool and interesting to try and attempt to, like, build a life from the ground up and be like, okay, now I'm here, and now I'm doing this, and claiming identity with that. Mm -hmm. But Stick your claim somewhere that... yeah. And, like, re it would be, like, building a friend group from the ground up. It would just all be from the ground up. Yeah. And that could be, like, a long-term investment that would feel gratifying in ways. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you see a man as part of that? Or that's sort of blurry? No, I don't think so. I think, like, maybe, but not. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> maybe even not. Maybe, but not. I don't know. I don't really... I have... I don't really think about things like that. I feel like that makes you very, that is actually what makes you very attractive is that obviously beautiful, but you also are so not, you're so like 
don't really feel one way or the other about the man or the partnership thing. You're kind of like, I really, I guess it's nice, but I don't know. And right, I'm fine, but it'd be nice, but (laughs) sure. Like we're at a dance show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. If I could like introduce it to like some friends and be like, look how cool I am. Like fuck. Yeah. Like, how about when you move to the Hudson Valley and build a farm? Oh, I don't know if I need a man for that. Like, I No, we can just have, like, a speaker system. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen to music. <laughs> listen to I music. Right. It's... And I think someone's going to be really drawn to that because they're going to know that you don't need them. I hope. Hey, if you're out there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have, like, weird... It's really... It also could be, like, my Libra shit that kills me, but, like, it comes in huge fluctuating waves where there are times where... Because you have felt like, oh, love me. Yeah, and I know I'm, like, a very giving person. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I just want to give all of that. Yeah. And, like, I'm very physically affectionate. Yes. And I want to, like, give some Like, I want to be, like, yeah. high person and, yeah. like, grab your net. You know, yes. I just, like, want all of those things. I yes. love that. Which also is crazy because it feels like an extension of dance. I'm just yes. like, oh, it's because we touch each other. It is, yes. And I'm... And cool. But... Um, <laughs> but... I don't know, and then sometimes I'm like, I love being by myself. Yeah. I don't know. It, it changes all the time. Yeah. And that's normal. I think that a lot of people could relate to that. Yeah. Have you been in love before? I think so. Was it nice? It was. What was it like when it ended? Um, it was really hard. And is it still hard? From that experience. Yeah. Uh, I don't It's think, kind of fine now. I think it's fine now. I think it wow. was like... There's stuff personally that I feel like I feel shitty about and I feel like neglectful of because I think I felt really like ready to kind of move on mm-hmm. and I just like walk away. And then I have that problem where, and I think honestly it comes from moving so many times when I was in like prime years of development, like middle school, high school, where I would just like, my parents were like, we're leaving. And I'd be like, okay, people I really like, I'm leaving. And there'd be this, like, emotional, like, no, and I'd feel devastated. And I would, like, lose friends and then make new friends. And that was just such, like, emotional extremity. Yeah. And we'd, like, cry at the end of me. Like, I remember this, the end of my freshman year of high school, leaving L.A. and moving to Ohio, which we were there for a year. And I was, like, crying at the end of that. But then I was kind of like, oh, I'm fine now. Like, two weeks later and I wasn't it was really hard for like the whole fall that I was enrolled in this new school and then in the springtime I like felt situated and then had to leave again and was just like fuck and felt this again like devastation but there is something about it where like I just had to deal with it so I like had to let go Mm -hmm. and I think that relationship ending was like at a time where I was like I have to let go because I have to start like I'm just in a place right now where like, I have to move Cut weight. I just, like, ha- yeah, and I was, like, there's crazy change that's that I'm dealing with. And, like, I need to and this all be there for that once. change. Yeah, uh-huh. it was, like, around when I started living here. So uh-huh. I was just, like, I need to be present for this other stuff. Wow. In ways that, like, then felt neglectful of the situation. Mm-hmm. But. Would you go back? No. I think it's, like, water under the bridge. Yeah. It feels really, like all good mm-hmm. and understood yeah yeah I think um no I don't feel really like that 
Anyway, yeah, that feels like time that has passed, but, um... No, I think I'm, like, very nostalgic as a person and love, like, romance. I'm very old-school romantic. Yeah. Like, I love... I've been obsessed with the this old Hollywood pod- podcast where uh-huh. it just like profiles all these old actors and actresses and like it's kind of the same story every time. It's like yes. Howard Hughes was this suave misogynist and like every hot actress with a bust of like thirty eight and then twenty two inch <laughs> waist and was brunette and like froofy. They all like fall in love with him and then whatever. And it's like the same set and then it like ends in alcoholism. But <laughs> I just like I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. And I've always been so obsessed with that shit. And like I don't know, just like old school tales of love. Because have you been in love multiple times? I don't think. Or that was the, the flagship. Times. That was like the really like kind, like kind, warm. Yeah. Kind of correct. Yeah. Not correct, but Proper, like properly in love. It's just like like time allowed for it. Yeah. And, like, situationally, things align. Yeah. And that's like that helps. And you believe that could happen again. Definitely. I think I'm someone who, like... You're not pessimistic. No. Yeah. No. I feel very open to those things, too. I think it's, like, all about... I don't know. There was, like... There have been times even here where I've been, like, oh, I really like this person. And... But, like, I get fucked up with communication, I think. And, like, things just don't... Seeds, like, don't land Mm -hmm. for it to take off. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, people have been so sweet and just, like, but I don't know. I don't really know what happens. Mm -hmm. And that's what I feel, like, I feel a little bit right now. Like, I've been through so many of these, like, cycles of, like, three months of this flourish and then nothing. Yeah. Where I'm just kind of, like, so when does it actually take off? Yeah. And, like, how do you keep someone around? (laughs) Like, it really feels like, what am I doing wrong? But I think... I think it's not always me, first of all, and no, no and it's like the men of art. My, I don't know. Yeah. Not to fully put the blame there, but I think I also really struggle to be like. It's a fickle time. It's a fickle time, and I'm not forward, and yeah. I don't really like let someone know I like them. Yeah. Because I think I'm really freaked out about getting hurt. Yes. But then I get like ghosted or whatever yes, you know it's yes. just kind of like the fizzle happens and mm-hmm. then you're like well i didn't want that anyways <laughs> what is the thing that you this is my last question what i'm is, loving this we're not on a time are we about to end yeah we're about to end after this one. Oh, really yeah okay okay what is the thing because then we're gonna talk about dance we kind of did we kind of did i mean it's the core of your being it's everything you know okay but you know that it's not interesting talking about something someone knows true 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 what is the uh thing that you want people to know about you the most that you reveal last in an intimate relationship um um I I would say that it would be like that's a hard question it's not that hard actually I think I don't think it's it's like I think it's the the true vulnerable place that is really hard to get to that maybe people come in conflict with often which is like hey I'm at the point now where 
like you need to know that there's care here you know like I don't know how to verbalize that in like a really in a way because it, it just feels like I don't trust myself to say it properly and it translate and it like land so it's definitely it's like a it's like a verbal just letting them know how I really feel or like or saying oh I like I really like you because I think physically I can really I know how to show that and like I can show that from like right off the bat yeah but then at a certain point it's like that can't that's not what tethers something you know or it is but it's like with meat Mm-hmm. And it's like it's hard. It's like getting to the meaty place. Yeah. Because once you say those words, you can't unsay. Them. I think I in this kind of in this way, I like really like being in the place where you can get, where you just like can get really upset about stuff. You know, there's something you like that. I don't like it. I don't well, want it. But it's a sign that. But it feels like a sign of like because sometimes I don't know how I feel about people. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know if they're, like, serving something that's, like, more present or, like, more... Or, like, exists in this kind of long-term trajectory that seems like it's just kind of making itself without needing to, like, picture it Mm -hmm. or hope for it. But I think it... I don't know what that... That's not... I don't want to focus in on that, but there is just something to be said about, like, a moment in which you feel like things... Like, you need to there's like a hard conversation or there's like a just like murky terrain that you want to get through mm-hmm. and I like that feeling and I like being like oh I have this work that I'm doing now because mm-hmm. it is work at a certain point mm-hmm. you know yeah. you're like a dancer <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that reflects no it does no it does yeah it's like I love being in the place where you're like I have the material and now I want to fuck with it and make like a whole new sh- something and have it not be so yeah it's all composition <laughs> it really is i love being in the middle toward like i love the middle place yeah and i don't want to break up <laughs> you know yeah i don't want the show ever to come <laughs> yeah right right you know and those yeah. things that i often actually it is funny like shows are really heartbreaking for me yeah i get really like i i really sink at the end of stuff why um it just feels like complete loss yeah complete i felt that so i've never felt that way before as much as i had with lisa's show in january Mm -hmm. where we did it eight times and i was like i feel like i've been in a washer and dryer eight times and like this is such a loss right now but also because it's like this loss of sharing and like being with people Mm mm-hmm uh, also like being with this yeah it, you know it's post-show blues which people have all the time yeah. but but hopefully in a relationship it's it's you not, don't have to it doesn't have to come to an end right and sometimes the ends are like you need to come to an end I don't know. just like right now wow and here we are <laughs> let's see if my life installed <laughs>